This time yesterday, the port operator DP World was reeling from a cyber attack that left around 30,000 shipping containers stranded. And, of course, a pretty crucial time as well, the critical lead-up to Christmas. Although DP World's operations are now back online, the company's Australian boss still doesn't know how the hackers got in or whether they took any private data. And he says there's been no ransom demand so far. We're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, what's going on in the background as DP World and Australian authorities, of course, try to work out what happened here? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. DP World wasn't exactly a household brand until yesterday, but mm. now consumers and businesses know a whole lot more about this global port operator, which moves around 40% of containers uh, from Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and Fremantle depots, anything from cars and furniture to medical products like plasma, building materials, even children's playgrounds. But everything was offline over the weekend until late yesterday when the company was reconnected Connected to the internet and the containers started moving once again. So could this happen again? Well, the answer is we don't know. I spoke with DP World's Australian Managing Director, Nikolai News, who says the company hasn't received a ransom demand and probably wouldn't pay up if he did receive one. Well, Nikolai News, uh, do you have any idea of how this cyber attack actually occurred? No, and and I think the how and the who, that that is something that we are now turning our attention to, but but that has not been a priority. The the team has this whole weekend been been flat out just saying, how do we restore services? Have you heard from the hackers? We have not, no. So have you had any ransom demand at all? No, we we haven't heard from, from anyone. You could speculate that our sort of defense mechanisms kicked in whether it was that early where their ability to permanently shut us down didn't really get to that point, which I guess also have meant any leverage in terms of a ransom demand was not there. If there had been a a ransom demand or if one does come in, would DP World pay it? No. Under no circumstances? I cannot see any circumstances where we could justify it. Should the payment of ransom demands be made illegal? I don't think it's for me to to set that kind of policy. And and, and also, I think it's probably too complex an issue to be have an absolute binary position on. But yes, I, I'm firmly behind the notion that you shouldn't pay, that, that it, it drives the wrong behaviour and it only encourages more, more cases in the future. In the case last year of Optus and also Medibank Private, they heard from the hackers and they knew that private data had been taken, was in their possession. The threat was to put it on on the dark web. But you haven't had any of that sort of threat yet? No, we have not. Are you kind of surprised you haven't had any um, any demand? Well, again, I don't. I don't. As, as you can imagine, this is this is the first time I experienced this kind of situation. So I'm not sure. I, I think everyone's everything surprises me at at this stage, frankly. This case isn't over, though. Investigations have to continue. The federal government uh, and also your clients will be wanting to have some assurance and confidence that this won't happen again. Exactly, and 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 we are 100% committed to that. And there has to be learnings around this about how we push back on on, on this criminality. DP World's Australian Managing Director Nikolai Nuss there with Peter Ryan who's still with us. Peter Optus, it's uh, also back online after last week's disastrous outage. Do they have an explanation though about what happened? 
Well, uh, Tom, here's the cause, according to Optus. They'll probably be criticised now for using too much technical detail that will glaze over a few eyes. But here we go. Optus is blaming a routine software upgrade by a third-party provider. So changes to routing information from an international peering network, which um, followed a a routine software upgrade, which, in other words, um, meant that Optus had to reconnect and reboot um, routers. So, in other words, someone else is responsible given the reference to third-party providers. But as Optus Chief Executive Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin prepares for a Senate grilling on Friday, she's getting some support. And this one comes from Harvey Norman boss Jerry Harvey, who has a big interest, of course, in that he sells Optus phones and Optus plans at his stores. And he's issued a radio ad on commercial radio. And you'd imagine that Jerry Harvey might have a few spare Optus plans at the moment. Hi, Jerry Harvey. Optus, Optus. Kick them when they're down. Really? I thought Australians were better than that. It could happen to any company. Could be your turn next time. For what it's worth, Harvey Norman will support Optus. Yes, we will support Optus. If you think Optus is getting a raw deal, then you think like us. Need a new phone? It's an Optus deal at Harvey Norman. Tell them Jerry sent you. Right. Uh, there you go. So Jerry Harvey out there with an ad supporting Optus CEO Kelly Bayer, Ros Samar. And, and uh, yeah, hard to get my head around the jargon as to what actually went wrong there, Peter Ryan. But what sort of concern are these cyber attacks causing for businesses around the country? Banks as well, of course. Well, I was speaking yesterday with the ANZ Bank Chief Executive Shane Elliott. Banks, of course, are on constant alert for attacks um, and working on new ways to repel scammers. But looking at the fallout from last year's attacks on Optus, Medibank Private and now the cyber attack on DP World, Shane Elliott told me banks can never rest easy. Banks are in the business of security. We've been in that business for 195 years at ANZ. You know, there's always somebody trying to steal money from us or from our customers. That's what we do for a living. We're in the business of trust, right? So we spend a huge amount of money protecting um, our customers' money from criminals and scammers and hackers and cyber criminals, etc. But there's always more we can do. We're always spending more to do that. And so we need to make sure that we have fail-safe situations when one of our suppliers does fail you know, we can switch over to somebody else or we have backup plans, you know. We're never, ever, ever complacent. ANZ Bank Chief Executive Shane Elliott speaking there with the ABC's Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan, who was with me a moment ago in the studio.